Married with Children, the podcast. Hosted by Dustin and Callie. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, at Married underscore show. Facebook, Married with Children show. On Instagram, Married with Children show. Or reach out to us in an email, marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com. We're always looking for guests and sponsors. If you have a name of a guest that would be an interesting interview on the Married with Children show, please send that information to us through social media or straight to our email address, Also, if you have a small business that you'd be interested in being a sponsor on the show, please reach out to us through an email so that we can work out a way that best suits you and our listeners. Also, if you like the podcast, be willing to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. Um, Monday night here at about 8 o'clock, getting ready to... uh, uh, go for the evening. Got an exciting show tonight. Got several things to talk about uh, coming out of the weekend. Had some exciting things go on this weekend. Um, and then one of my favorite guests that we've ever had on, uh, we're going to give Ashley the Spider Monkey Yoder uh, a phone call here in about you know, 20, 30 minutes and uh, check in on her. She's got a big fight coming up in the UFC here for a UFC Fight Night 139 on November 10th. So we're going to take a a uh, quick peek into her fight camp and see how things are going. So exciting. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I think it's cool to have her back on. And I mean, it was interesting to talk to her um, a few months ago and everything just to see how things work out or how she, you know, does things and kind of her off season. I don't know if that's what you call it, but when she's not training and so now it'll be interesting when she's now she's got a date set and her training and that kind of thing yeah she's in full fight camp mode right now i know i saw um the other day she posted some of because she she joins up with that meal prep company i believe they uh they sponsor her her when she's in fight camp and i saw her posting some of the things that that they delivered um so you know for me it's a whole different world um you know i'm i'm all about the mcdouble and and (laughs) you know dollar burritos um so it's it's interesting for me and again a good friend of mine and i appreciate her taking time out so we'll get a little more in depth with her uh here in about 20 or 30 minutes but first um nc not with us tonight um but we'll be back here in a, a couple weeks we plan to um throw out the uh weird food challenge um we are gonna get it set up i know my mom was texting me yesterday nervous that it was happening last night she wanted to make sure that she could could tune in and watch it um (laughs) her exact words were that she thought uh nikki's facial expressions were going to be priceless during it i i would probably agree yeah so i did go ahead and we we threw it out to all the listeners um and i know we've got several others i see uh amy just joined us there on facebook live i know she is one um that has agreed to jump in Um, and be a part of that when we do it as well Um, so several people have reached out and said hey we want to be a part of this weird food challenge and kind of for those who haven't maybe listened to the last few episodes what we plan to do is we're actually gonna get a big wheel uh you know the old school like like uh, chew carnival wheel yeah yeah. um and we're gonna put we're gonna put up a poll on facebook here pretty soon that will include all of the you know viewers or, or listeners i should say um all the listeners kind of suggestions and we'll take a poll and we'll pick out 10 or 15 of the top ones um then i think each one of us involved will get the opportunity 
uh, to bring their own, which everybody already knows. I've made it clear mine is going to be pickled pig's feet. I, and I still say that there should be an opt-out clause of Yeah, some we're going to figure out something. We're going to figure out something that, that you have to do if you just opt out of one. But some of them, um, you know, and, and they range from, and I'm sure for other people, it, they're, they're weirder food combinations than maybe some of them are for me. Um some of them that came in, tomatoes and cottage cheese, which I actually love. So I yeah. hope that one ends up on there yeah. because that's that's easy for me. Um, Doritos with mustard. I thought that was kind of a, a weird one there. Yeah. Um, and, hey, Christina says, hey, hey, shout out to Christina. Um, we're going to get into a little bit. I, I got to spend the afternoon with Christina and all the <laughs> all the uh, artists and everybody down at um, yeah. uh, Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor yesterday. And I'm going to talk about that here a little bit later because if you haven't checked that video out, that was a really cool and fun thing. And shout out to all those guys for letting me be a part of that. But um, oranges dipped in ranch. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one that I can't. I like both of them, but I just don't like the combination several people the next two several people have brought up is peanut butter and onion sandwiches or peanut butter and mayonnaise or miracle whip sandwiches i will take peanut butter and onions all day long (laughs) over the idea of peanut butter and mayonnaise or miracle whip (laughs) i just think that sounds both of them sound really really weird and i mean like i like all of those i mean i'm not a miracle whip hater like you are but Man, I don't know about I don't I don't know an onion and peanut butter. I don't know. I'm telling you right now, if the opt out is pickled pig's feet, I would rather eat that than, than peanut any butter. Kind of any than kind of any, mayonnaise. Yes, I, I would rather do that than than any of the mayonnaise things because that just totally grosses me out. Um, watermelon and salsa was another one, which I don't think's that weird. I think off the top it sounds like it, but like I like the like peach mango habanero like salsas and and hot sauces. So I don't think that's Huh. as weird um uh let's see mashed potatoes with a1 sauce sandwich i actually think that sounds delicious mashed potatoes huh. with a1 and and um on a sandwich i think sounds awesome which we already went through our whole what makes a sandwich oh yeah we've, we've got that broken down completely we've got it figured out peanut butter on a hamburger with pepper jack cheese um i love that idea i'm all about peanut yeah. butter on a cheeseburger um have i've had it several times i like it uh and nathan uh bowling already put this up here earlier but this Saw is that. the uh the marty o'neill uh driver of the number 19 uh indiana pro late model uh he is um his specialty is bologna and ice cream I don't. I couldn't do that. And and Nathan, I mean, like I would try it, but like I still think it sounds gross. Nathan, if you're still listening, like what kind of ice cream? What does what what does Marty go like with? Just vanilla ice cream. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. So I'm gonna. If not, we'll have to throw that out on Throttled Up Wednesday night and see what yeah, uh, see Marty what, see what Marty say. tells us. Uh, barbecue sauce and mac and cheese. That doesn't sound too bad to me. No. Mac and cheese with grape jelly. Which I think sounds weird off the top, but when you go with like like the meatballs that you make with the yeah grape jelly and and chili sauce, I, I that may not be as bad as it sounds. Potato chips with ketchup that kind of sounds gross to me, just because I, that just seems like too much. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I a agree. huge ketchup person. Like on French fries, I am, but I guess that's similar. I don't know. I, that one's a little weird to me. Peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I think that one is is one that we're going to, I hope, gets on the board because I'm just intrigued. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Peanut butter with bacon bits. 
I think that actually sounds interesting. It sounds kind of weird because, I mean, those two together doesn't sound, but I mean, I don't know. Chicken patty with chocolate pudding. Which is kind of like really, it's kind of like dinner and a, and dessert all wrapped up together. Yeah, all together. You know, just a uh, a quick and easy uh, meal, um, all wrapped up there together. Uh, barbecue chips and cottage cheese. I thought that one was a little weird. That's a little too much for me. Yeah. Uh, the Bloody Mary with a smoked chub, and a chub is a whole fish. Um, and if you haven't seen it, go back to the post we had on Married with Children um, asking for these ideas. And it was actually uh, Sarah Sterling that uh, posted that. But it is a it is like a full fish. I mean, head, tail, the whole thing smoked Ugh. and it's set down in your drink. Um, she said they had several of those when they were in Michigan. So a little different. Uh, ketchup with mac and cheese. Now, that sounds gross. I would rather go grape jelly than ketchup. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sliced lemons on a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I mean, I guess like you put pineapple on a pe- on a pizza, but not a pepperoni pizza. Yeah, and Nathan says it is vanilla. You take a thick slice of bologna with a scoop of ice cream in the middle and eat it like a taco. <laughs> I think that needs to be on there. I think that's pretty good. Oh my! Uh, cottage cheese and mashed potatoes. That's not like it just doesn't it doesn't disgust me, but I'm like ah, I don't I, that just doesn't sound good. Like everything the the I don't know cottage cheese and mashed potatoes. I just I mean mashed potatoes are usually warm and cottage cheese is cold. Yeah, but you put cottage cheese like some people put like ricotta cheese or cottage cheese in your lasagna. Yeah. So I think so. I, I mean, it kind of makes it kind of warm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, radishes and Reese's peanut butter cups. This one's really weird to I'm me. I'm not a radish fan. See, I am. And, I mean, my dad used to have uh, radish sandwiches, which was just bread, butter, and sliced radishes. And right. I like those. But the whole chocolate and radish kind of throws me off. Uh, Amy said Fritos and applesauce. That that doesn't sound too terrible mm-hmm. to me. Ketchup on green beans. I know you're not a green bean fan at all. But the whole ketchup on green bean beans just that. Well, I, don't I saw know. that and that made me think I eat ketchup on lima beans. Oh, that's true. That I is mean, true. when I, I eat lima like beans, I put ketchup on lima beans. I like that too. So, so that is true. I mean, I, I I'm not a green bean fan, so I try to avoid green beans. That at is all true. Costs, I never thought about that. I, I would, so I don't know. Is I don't know if that's a weird combination, but that's what my family always did. So I mean, did you? I don't know that you ever really we didn't did eat that a whole until lot of, we. Yeah, until I met you. Yeah, which is where a lot of things went downhill. Um, <laughs> but but no, and I like I like you know hot sauce and stuff on it too but yeah so i don't know that's that, that's a good point i didn't think about that peanut butter and relish sandwiches which is really kind of like the peanut butter and pickle sandwich yeah um, and then breaded tenderloin with honey which just sounds absolutely delicious to me so that does sound pretty good i'm i'm hoping some of those make it um christina said pizza rolls dipped in sour cream i don't think that sounds bad mm. at all but i'm a big sour cream fan or i don't chili think, with sour cream in it that's what i had last night yeah we had chili <laughs> last night because it was finally cool enough and Dustin always puts sour cream in his chili. Absolutely. So there you go. <laughs> See, I knew, Christina, we had a connection. <laughs> I knew. So, everybody, if you listen, watch. Um, coming up here in the next few weeks, we're going to throw that poll up there. We're going to get things finalized, get the big wheel in here. Um, we'll try and make it a big-time Facebook Live event. Yeah, uh, that's so, going to be out of control. So everybody can kind of watch us, uh, you know, go through the demise of having to try these things. Uh, so it should be should be fun, should be exciting. So we'll see how that 
that all comes together. Um, second thing here, uh, again, before we get to to Ashley, for those of you who just joined us here in about 15 minutes, um, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, uh, you will we'll go silent for a while. You'll still see the video of us, but I'm going to mute us uh, so that I can place a call. We are going to be calling uh, the UFC Zone, uh, Ashley Spider Monkey Yoder. Um, she's a UFC fighter. She is in fight camp right now, getting ready for UFC Fight Night 139. And we're going to reach out to her and kind of check and see how, how things are going. If you have never gotten a chance to listen to the original episode that we did uh, with Ashley, you need to go back and listen to it. It was one of our first ones, like... I would say that was probably in January or February. Like probably episode like five or yeah, something. Yeah, and that that was probably one of our first interview type episodes, I think. I think it was our first, actually. And this is actually episode 30 tonight. So Is that right? Okay. So, uh, But really cool girl, really cool story. So go back and take a look at that. So next thing, Cal, uh, football is back. Yeah. And... I, you, you said to me yesterday, you texted me when I was down at Beauty from Ashes and said, how are you doing it with um, uh, all of missing, y- the games. missing all the football games? And and you didn't realize till later that the, the Bears game wasn't until <laughs> yeah. Sunday until, night football, yeah, last night. which was a terrific first half and a real letdown as bad as in the second, second half. Uh, but, you know, first of all, from a Bears fan's perspective, I thought it was really exciting. Um, like I said today, if you'd have told me at the end of last season that we'd go to Green Bay in week one with a rookie head coach and a second-year quarterback and a lot of new additions on both sides of the ball, and we would go 24-23 to 23, um, and, and have a 20 nothing lead at halftime, I understand there's a lot of negatives you can look at giving up that lead, but I think we, we would have said give it to us and we'll go because yeah. – Khalil Mack looked like he was worth every penny. Oh, yeah. That's all I heard. Of course, I went to bed about part of the way through the third quarter, but that's all I heard was Mack this, Mack that, and, you know. And once I get him fully integrated in the defense and Roquan Smith um, and those guys, I think they're going to be a really tough defense to deal with in the NFC North. Mitchell Trubisky looked good, um, especially in the yeah. first half. Uh, Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard, uh, all of those guys. Allen Robinson, new addition, looked really good. Trey Burton, um, new addition from the Eagles, I thought looked good. So I think all around, the new pieces look like they fit. If I had one big critique after yesterday, I think they got very conservative in the second half. I think they played not to lose yeah. instead of playing to win. Um, so that's my take on that. Uh, you you didn't get to watch your Colts game, no. much of it. No, I didn't get to watch any of it. I really didn't see much football games. We had a birthday party yesterday, so I did not get to watch the Colts at all. So. And, um, oh, wow, Nikki Cardinal commented here, and she said she's watching Walker, Texas Ranger, and the lady just asked for dry toast with peanut butter, mayonnaise, mustard, and hot sauce. So I don't know if um, if <laughs> Nikki's throwing adding, that out adding as that to it. adding that to the list or not, but... Um, so, yeah, so, and then fantasy, um, I'll be honest, uh, did not go my way this week. Uh, I think I won in, or I think I'm going to win, I should say, um, in one of our leagues, in our family league, I think I'm pretty safe, uh, which is my my sister and brother-in-law, my parents and you, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty safe. The one that really hurts me 
um, is is the Juice in the Morning and Polly Sleepers Listener League uh, that I'm a part of. And those of you who follow us on social media may know that I have spent a ton of time trash talking this week um, and just, you know, anything and everything I could say to uh, Juice. I have made memes about Juice. I have dug through Juice's old Facebook pictures and pulled out his Facebook pictures. I have tried everything I can to uh, <laughs> to get under Juice's skin, which he has taken the high road every time. Um, he has simply said that he'll let the, uh, the uh, digital football field do yeah. its talking, and it did. Um, he What's is, the score? I well, know we got a game tonight, but... Well, he doesn't. He's done, and oh. he scored 175 um, to my current 84. Oh, my gosh. And my quarterback is currently Matthew Stafford, who is currently at minus two in the second half. Um, so he's doing a bang-up job for me. Is there me. a game going on right now? Yeah, there's. It's a the first Monday night's always a double Monday night. Oh, my gosh. And I have Matthew Stafford on my team, and he's at a minus two. Uh, he is currently, yes, at a minus two. So, Great. Um, so, yeah, so, that, so I, I actually just posted on Twitter, uh, kind of in the, the stream, for our league and just said the idea of i posted a meme of crickets and just said crickets from me i mean i can't say anything juice totally destroyed me and the problem is going to be i really set my trash talk level high yes you did because i don't know the rest of the guys in the league like i know juice yeah and i don't have access to all of their facebooks (laughs) and um so i'm gonna have to figure out how i'm gonna keep up the level of trash talk that i've brought here right off the bat so yeah, i don't know how you're gonna do that um let's see here we're at about 818 uh so let's talk about um yesterday uh so i got this awesome opportunity and i don't know if christina's still on with us uh or not but i had this awesome opportunity uh everybody down at beauty from ashes tattoo parlor um hair salon boutique um everything they they literally do everything christina was making t-shirts while everything was going on yesterday yeah it was it was pretty cool but um anyway i was invited down it was um triple team tattoo sunday go ahead i was just gonna ask how this all kind of came about Uh, you know what i don't i don't really know that for sure um i believe one of the artists down there marf um, and you can look her up on uh, Facebook. She's awesome. Marf's Tattoos. Um, she's friends with the client, and I think they kind of joked about this, and I think it just kind of – it was one of those crazy things that, that spawned in the, uh, you know, an idea. And so anyway, when we say triple team tattoo, one <laughs> client, uh, and they took the three artists down there, which is Eggman Inc. You can look him up on Facebook. Kyle McIntosh on Facebook and Marf's Tattoos on Facebook. Um, each of the artists had a, a uh, original drawing that they had done, um, a piece of original art, and they let the fans of the shop vote on which one of those they wanted that artist to tattoo. And after they selected them, he actually got three tattoos at one time. So one was on his sternum area right here on his chest, and that was actually a spray can um, that was done by Kyle McIntosh. And Kyle's also a graffiti artist. He's been on the show here before. Um, and then Eggman, 
Egg did a tattoo, an eyeball, kind of wearing a uh, a ball cap with a bandana. Really cool, yeah. Like blue that came out of the eye. It was really cool. And then uh, Marf did a um, a frog. So basically, how it all worked out with me um, is that you know I, I, Kyle had been posting that we're going to do all this stuff, and and I knew I wasn't overly busy, so I just reached out to Kyle and said, "Hey, do you want me to come down and try and help you out with some?" some audio and some sound and we ended up down there and we facebook live the entire thing so if you go to uh beauty from ashes uh tattoo shop page or you can go to the married with children page on facebook or my own personal page and i have shared um all of those that that video that live feed and it is it's long um i think it's like about two and a half hours is what we, we were in there total uh but it's interesting i mean and it's you could tell that uh the the guy that was getting it done uh tyler he was in a lot of pain um that's i wonder a, how he woke up this morning like i don't know how that is the next day when you i wake would up. say sore i would say so too i i would hope he took off work <laughs> um so but it was but it was a really cool event you know it was something totally different totally outside uh the box of what i typically get to do and and like i said and those guys down there it, you know if you're looking for a place if you're looking for a hairstylist, if you're looking for a boutique with really cool t-shirts, if you're looking to get some ink, um, go down there. There are not better people that you will find than those down there. So it was kind of a really cool deal. And and I guess my question for you, Callie, because you're kind of, um, you're not a part of kind of the ink world. Uh, no. <laughs> what, uh, yeah. you watched for a little bit. What, what was your biggest question as it was going on well i mean i my biggest question was because obviously i don't i don't know how much they hurt or don't hurt or whatever you know people say but i was just curious like how because i'm like i and i asked you i'm like is he in a lot of pain because that looks really painful because obviously my thought is is it hurts and then if they're like doing that in like three different places and at one point you know i saw that you know he had to like hold this leg one way and this leg this way and you know he's got somebody on his chest and it just seemed very um like an awkward you know i mean like just so that everybody could have their own like to be able to see to work in wherever space they were trying to and i think the tough thing and and i've i've had a few tattoos but i think the tough thing is when they're working in one area and you're only getting one obviously i have zero experience of multiples at a time (laughs) um but when you're getting one your brain kind of focuses that that's where the pain is yeah you know and i think the weird thing would be just the randomness of i'm going in to do a little bit here this guy's shading on this leg you know kyle's up top doing and i i just think that constant randomness of where it's coming from uh would have been crazy and kind of kind of one cool thing was somebody asked yesterday during the live broadcast well hello alex (laughs) somebody asked yesterday during the live broadcast have you looked to see if this is a record you know of of most tattoos at one time and so i looked it up uh and and i before anybody calls me on it i didn't verify any of this i just googled it quickly um but there was a guy that i think was in like 2015 he got um 36 tattoos at the same time and they did it to set the record and like if you look it up the the picture of him is like he's like up in like slings and got his legs pulled over and people are tattooing from underneath and all around it looks like the most miserable um thing to be i i would be so and i'm not claustrophobic at all that would make me claustrophobic that would drive me nuts 
Wow. You know, I heard on the radio, um, that was maybe last week or something, and this is going to be one of my wonderful stories, but <laughs> but um, I heard that, I, I can't remember if it was, Dom, I think it was like Domino's, that if you got a Domino tattoo and like showed it to, like like proved it or whatever and sent it to whoever, that you would get a hundred free pizzas for a hundred years. And I guess they had to like, if, if you got, they, they were doing this until like October 31st or like a certain day. And I guess they had so many people actually do it and send it in that they cut it down and said, today's the last day. <laughs> I was going to say, because if we'd have known about that, I think almost everybody at Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor would have gotten a Domino's logo for the pizza. Yeah, I, I just thought, I'm like, I, I guess they obviously just didn't think that many people do. And I'm like, heck, if you get free pizzas, I mean, I would think a lot of people would do that. Would you have done it? No. no. I mean, like, I don't have tattoos, but I mean, All I right. Know. So I'm going to I'm going to mute us real quick, Callie. And okay. so if you're listening on Facebook Live, actually, I, I guess I can't because I got to bring her in. So we're just gonna we're just gonna grow with it. So if you're still watching us, uh, we're going to call Ashley Yoder right now, UFC fighter out of California. It's about five thirty there. She is getting ready to teach a class. Let's see if we can get this to connect here. Come on now. There we go. Hopefully everybody on Facebook Live can hear as well. May have to try again. She may not know to answer my weird number. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Let me text her real quick and see if we can get her. <laughs> she uh, is uh, like famous, so she probably doesn't answer just random phone numbers. <laughs> so we'll see here. Uh, again, but let me get my paperwork on her because, again, we're, we're going to get a hold of um, as soon as... She can answer me here. We're going to get a hold of uh, Ashley Yoder, again, um, UFC fighter. So she's about two months out, I guess, from her fight. You said it's like November 10th. November 10th. Yeah, so we're. I guess you're right. We're, we're right well, at exactly. Well, I guess today's the 10th, isn't it? So let's see if I want to try her again here. Oh, her phone was on silent, so <laughs> here we go. Everybody's going to think I'm making this up all of a sudden. <laughs> there we go. Hello. Hey, what's up, Yoder? Hey, sorry about that. No, you're all good. We are actually, uh, <laughs> we called you live while recording. Um, oh, we're, nice. we're on Facebook Live with you as well right now. Um, I think everybody was questioning whether I uh, I actually could get you, get connected to you. <laughs> so 
Um, you had to call my people. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> I had to get forwarded through. So, uh, <laughs> hey, how are things going, though, before? I know you're getting ready to teach a class here, but, you know, you're in you're in fight camp, um, fight coming up here, UFC fight night 139 uh, on November 10th. How How's training going? Training's going really good. Um, I got signed to this fight pretty early, so I just started my actual camp pretty much this week, so I wasn't – I mean, you're always training, but camp mode starts now because you don't want to overtrain and get hurt. And It's a long camp. Eight weeks is a long time, and right now we're, like, almost just under nine weeks. So. And you're fighting Amanda Cooper, um, and I looked up kind of the tail of the tape. Um you know, you've got her obviously in height. She's only about 5'3", um, you being 5'7". Uh-huh. Um, you've got her in reach um, as well. What is it, and I know you don't want to give away any of the, you know, the finer points of your strategy, but what does Amanda do well in the fights you've watched her in? You know, um, Amanda comes from the same season of the Ultimate Fighter as me. She was on the opposite team. Um, actually, before we even got picked to uh, do our team and before our first preliminary fight, we were actually together quite often, so we were pretty cool. Um, uh, and so I kind of already knew she was a boxer. Um, I think she had a couple pro boxing. That's like her background. So going into it, you know, being on opposite teams, uh, just seeing her fight. You know, she fought one of my team, uh, one of my teammates, and I you, you just know she's a good boxer and she's. Uh, she's in the UFC for a reason, you know. There, she does have ground uh, submissions as well, so it's always um, something that you have to be aware of at all times. You can't count anyone out for sure. And you know, and and you're fighting at the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado, correct? Correct. And have have you fought? Did you fight your last fight in Denver as well? No, Vegas. Vegas. Okay. It was Which in Vegas. Yeah. About uh, four thousand feet difference in sea or in altitude so uh yeah i've never fought at that high altitude i've trained in denver with uh one of my best friends jj she was on the season with me also she trains with rose so um i haven't fought at that high altitude i've only trained for a weekend and i thought i was gonna die um apparently 72 hours is like just the right time to feel like shit oh i'm sorry <laughs> you feel fine. really bad so <laughs> um so i'm going out almost two weeks ahead of time and uh gonna get some training with the jj and at 303 so i'm pretty excited to be a part of that and get some good females to get me ready for my bout that's awesome now do you try do you i know they have like those those air masks that kind of simulate uh being at altitude do you do any of that while you're training there in california uh, no, I've been trying the CVAC. Uh, it's actually a chamber. It's like hyperbaric chamber, but it changes your altitude. It does different drops. It basically tries to get your lungs acclimated to high um, altitudes versus low altitudes. So it's supposed to be really good for recovery, um, help you get acclimated a little bit faster. So I've been doing that. Um, and so, I mean, we'll find out, I guess, when I get up there how well it's turned out. You don't really know. We're pretty much sea level here. So, um I will find that out when I get to Denver, I guess. I was going to say, kind of your... I'm always down for trying new things. <laughs> your, your whole life, you've never really been at altitude. <laughs> I mean... I, I know. I, if I could just tell you, my first day when I went to Denver the first time, before I even got punched in the face, I feel like I had gotten a nosebleed. Um, so, I was, and then I just try to push myself. And my friend, JJ, was in fight camp 
And I was trying to do all the stuff she was doing, and I thought I was going to die because there's no quit in me, even though I'm just, it's science. I wasn't acclimated, you know, so I did, like, really, really suffer. So it's kind of opened my eyes about getting out there early. But, you know, my opponent's from Michigan. She's not uh, much different, so we're we're both going to be on equal playing grounds when it comes to, like, coming to altitude. And that you know that's a, that's an interesting thing I think that's a that's a whole nother thing that throws into your training obviously I know you said you were going to go out there early and and those kind of things but I mean I, I would assume and you can answer me if you just kind of you do what you can for it but you just go in the same way you would any other fight and and give everything you got yeah you know I, I wouldn't normally be going out two weeks ahead of time I like to get with my team and my coaches and work with them that way we're all on the same page we end a camp well together. Um, so it is a little bit scary going out, you know, without my team there that has been with me and knows me. Um, but I'm pretty good friends with the people I'm going to. So I think um, it will be a good a good um, experience and you, something new to me. You know, it's like the ultimate fighter when you go on. Uh, you don't have your coaches. You don't have all this stuff. So you kind of depend on what you have. And um, I've been prepared with that, that hopefully um, – going into this fight also really good so. so so that experience on the ultimate fighter and, and being away from your coaches and having to train with other people and kind of rely on yourself i know you still got a support system but relying on yourself you think that's an and i know amanda had the same thing but an advantage for you going into this fight i don't know yeah well she had the same thing so i don't know if it's an advantage but i definitely think it will help um make me feel a little bit more comfortable after experiencing something like that you know so not experiencing that and going to a different place with high altitude and being with the random people, it, it might not have been as going to be as easy. But right now, you know, I'm I'm feeling good about it. And healthy. I mean, everything's good. You're healthy. I mean, oh, obviously. Yeah. All right. And uh, yeah. So I, like, I've been I've been keeping the pace. You know, always training. I always train, but just making sure I don't overdo it too soon. Um, you don't want to peak. Uh, six weeks before your fight so it's it's very vital that everything's like calculated to the perfect time so so you said that really this week is when you've really kind of started full throttle as far as as training and everything is that right correct you know it, it's always this it's always you know it, it will just be uh more game planning um rounds versus you know just barring, maintaining uh, yeah yeah, you know, it's all pretty much the same. I still train really hard. I over, Sometimes you overtrain, you know. So, um, But taking care of your body is, like, something I, I, as soon as I start camp and I have been doing, doing the recovery stuff. Because, you know, it, it is expensive. And I am fortunate enough that I get a lot of sponsorships on that side that people love me and take care of me. But you still have to pay for massages every week and, you know, other things like that that cost money, you know. So, yeah. Now, I was saying before we called you, you are you're sponsored by a, a food prep company when you're in fight camp, correct? Oh yes, the best food com- food prep. You know how many people are jealous that I'm sponsored by these people because they don't do the, uh, meal prep for anyone but me. That's so pretty cool. I'm so, very very blessed. And who is it that does it for you? Um, it's Eat Marketplace. They're located like like pretty close to our gym, but kind of the deal was um. They're all organic, locally grown, locally farmed, all this um, amazing, very clean food that's produced by them. Um, They, uh, probably about four or five years ago, started a meal prep service for people that wanted to take home meals. And they wanted to test on an athlete to get, like, calories and that kind of stuff 
asked me if I'd be their guinea pig. I was like, well, of course. I love your food. It's super. Like, you go to this place, like, the smallest portion is going to cost you, like, 50. Like, I mean, it's just it's super priced, but it's worth the food because it's very, very amazing, healthy, clean food. So um, I was there. I was there guinea pig. They ended up doing the meal prep for a little bit, but it's just too expensive for people to maintain that um, mm-hmm. with how their food is, you know, locally farm like they pay they make sure they know where everything comes from so um they ended up going away with it but and all these other meal prep companies started popping up but i stayed true to them you know i said hey as long as you guys feed me during (laughs) camp i'm with you guys all day so i've been with them since i started um fighting professionally so and i know again you're 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 training all the time and i know that you you eat very healthy and you you stay you have a very healthy lifestyle um, but can you tell a difference when you're really focused on their food and that clean and high protein, you know, quality protein and quality food? Oh, a hundred percent. If there's one thing I've learned about being uh, more conscious of my diet, being a fighter, is how my body feels. Like you are so in tune with your body, you know if something hurts or something um if you're, you know, you're, if I'm not getting enough fat, you know, you just know it's crazy. You start telling everything about your body is insane. And as we look at this, I'm going to go back to your opponent a little bit. Would it, and I don't, I don't know this as well, obviously, as you, would it be fair to say that it's kind of a, a difference of two styles? Because, you know, looking at her background again, you know, you, like you said, she comes from a boxing background. Um, the couple of wins she's had is by knockout or by, uh, going to the cards. Um, you're kind of known more for submission. I know, and I don't want to corner you because I know how hard you've worked on your stand-up game and, and your striking, but is it kind of a difference in styles there between the two? Uh, you know, she has submissions too. Her first, her first, her first fight getting into the house, she got an arm bar on, um, a, a kickboxer. So, um, there is definitely a difference in style. I, you know, I'm traditionally not a bar. I'm, I'm not anything. I'm an MMA fighter, so <laughs> um, I'll do whatever I got to do to get the win. But I definitely know I don't really sit well ever with judges, even you know. So I got to finish the fight, and you know that's kind of where you got to go with it. It's it's something that I don't like talking about. I feel like talking things into play is usually bad karma. So I don't. I'm not a trash talker. I don't really like to say what I'm going to do. Whatever happens, happens. You know. So yeah. that's where I'm kind of boring when it starts talking about my fight. I don't. Well, and, and, I, I'm really big into like not talking about um, um, game planning because at the end of the day, when I sit in that cage, something can change and I'll be on a whole other level. So well, and there's really no game plan, and, and I mean that in the sense that you can talk about it all day long, but. It, right, it, it's exactly. all by feel. hundred percent. And you, even more specifically, you're, and we've talked about this before when we had you on the show the first time, but you're a pretty unconventional fighter anyway. Um, yeah. Which, which hurts you, I think, when you go to the judges in, in your other fights because you're not this easy-to-score, traditional, you know, you-do-everything-by-the-book you, you're kind of unconventional and you're the spider monkey for a reason. And <laughs> I, I think that that sometimes hurts you with the judges, even though it shouldn't. Yeah, no, um, I, I can't really speak from the judges. I think they're, um, you know, they just don't like me for whatever reason. That could be the reason who knows. Um, 
But yeah, you know, I came from a no background. I didn't do karate when I was little. I didn't do wrestling when I was little. I didn't do any of that stuff. I kind of picked it all up one day and tried to, you know, get as best as I could in each each uh, aspect of MMA and bringing it together. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's one of those things. It's just like when the cage door shuts, like I don't know what kind of ash is going to I dropped someone for the first time in my last fight ever in my life that I think I could drop someone. I'm like, I mean, if you watch the fight, you could literally see in my face like, what What did I just do? Like I was surprised. So um, definitely hurt me because I should have capitalized on that moment, but I didn't because I honestly have – didn't think I could drop someone, but you know now that that experience is in there, and I'm I'm learning that okay, I do have power in my technique. You know, I'm really really developing as a fighter, and you know, I just really hope it comes out in this next fight that I can get that finish. So. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, Ashley, because I know you you got a class to go teach, you got a job to do. I know you're busy. Um, I cannot <laughs> say enough about how much I appreciate you joining us. Um, you are going to be you know that you you've got a ton of support here we're going to be pulling for you um love to have you you on and and i know you're you're not going to say it but i'll say it uh we would love to have you on after you win this fight um and and talk about you know the celebration of you finishing it and taking care of business yeah sounds like a plan and thank you again for having me all right ashley have a good one good luck all right you too Thank you so much. Oh, and congrats on my baby. I'm going to talk to you guys then. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> All right. Have a good day, guys. See you. All right. So, yeah, I mean, um, first of all, you know, a huge shout-out to Ashley. For those of you, again, that that maybe are watching now that, that don't know the background there, uh, go back, and there's, like, one of our first episodes, like we said, we think it was, like, episode five, um, was with Ashley, um, and it's a long interview uh, about an hour long and it goes through her kind of her story um ashley went to high school with me she's an indiana girl um right here from mitchell indiana uh just about an hour away from us here mm-hmm. uh she went to indiana university um graduated with a, a criminal justice degree and a um, african-american studies degree and you know kind of the backstory i'll tell here a little bit but again go listen to the whole interview uh, she was a couple years younger than me. Her brother was actually in my graduating class. Right after we graduated, her brother was uh, killed tragically in a in a motorcycle accident. Um, and Ashley had, a, and it was actually on Ashley's birthday, and she had a lot of rage built up about it. And she turned to mixed martial arts kind of as an outlet, um, not really to be, you know, to to become a UFC fighter, which is the <laughs> coolest thing I think about her story. Um, and if you knew her when she was in high school, she was the cheerleader, uh, dance team member, um, the All-American girl. I mean, she wasn't a fighter. She wasn't this kind of, you know, tough mentality. Um, which, I mean, I obviously she said she said then and she said here again tonight that, um, you know, she doesn't have a background in, uh, you know, like karate or boxing or any of that. And obviously that's the reason why is because she really wasn't planning on doing any of this and and this kind of just kind of found her and was able to be like her outlet i guess and no and she seemed to be pretty good at it obviously you know and the difference here when we talk about her opponent coming up amanda cooper um amanda here says that she started boxing at the age of 11 um and joined her two older sisters at the boxing gym and started training so on the flip side here's ashley i mean like i said when we were in high school i mean she was the cheerleader dance team member um you know just that you know the 
the all-american girl in the sense as a stereotype and and great girl sweet girl um started mma to take out some of the aggression and rage she had from her losing her brother um and it just kind of kept growing um ended up in california training with a gym there made it on the ultimate fighter um and then ended up with a contract with the ufc after that so again heading into ufc fight night 139 versus amanda cooper on november 10th no that's awesome we uh definitely i look forward to being able to watch her and things so that's great yeah so if you're if you're if you're looking for a fighter to get behind um jump behind her i mean i i'll tell you she is uh she's an inspiration and like i said if you struggled with loss in your life if you've got you know a, a young girl that that needs some inspiration go back and listen to the episode we had with her because i'm telling you um she is one of uh the coolest people that that you can meet so yeah again huge shout out to her i i i'm i'm beyond floored every time she she lets me call and and uh reach out to her and, and get her on the show so absolutely thanks to the spider monkey all right uh the other thing that i had a couple things on my list here before we take off kind of a major controversy broke here over the um the last few week or so um actually a couple i guess you could say because one being um the the rapper feud that's going on but that's not where i was going with it but uh talking about the colin kaepernick nike you know controversy um and i'm not really going to get into my opinion on it we're not going to get political with it but i did throw up two polls and i just wanted to kind of see uh based on my friend groups uh on facebook or the people i'm friends with kind of how that would turn out and mm-hmm. facebook polls are a little were a little different i'd never done one before um, and i'm sure that somebody can tell me there's other ways to do things but i can only figure out how to do two options and they had to be really short you couldn't type in a whole lot in the option so okay um i had two options i won't buy nike or i'm behind cap and nike and I, and several people commented and said you know i i'm i, I support kaepernick but I um I can't get behind Nike because they use sweatshop labor. You know, there's a lot of those. I wish I had this option. I wish I had the option. I don't care. I'm just going to buy the shoes I want. <laughs> yeah. All those kind of things. But of those two options, I was actually kind of shocked. Um, I had 67 people respond. Okay. How many people do you think said I won't buy Nike anymore out of third or out of 67? Um that they won't buy nike i'd say 25 35 it was actually 35 to 32 almost a a 50 50 split um that was on facebook i also threw it up on twitter um and twitter was a little bit different because i could give multiple options okay um and the first choice was i'm burning my nikes okay the second choice was i disagree with kaepernick but it's a good ad the third choice is I'm behind Cap and Nike. And the fourth choice was I have no idea who Cap is. <laughs> so I had 28 votes in this one because uh, Twitter polls shut down a lot quicker. My Facebook poll is actually still going. I couldn't figure out how to how to just shut it off. I just wanted it to be done. Um, but 11% of the 28 votes said I'm burning my Nikes. 21% said they disagree with Kaepernick, but it was a good ad. 54% said I'm behind Cap and Nike 
and 14% said, I have no idea who Cap is. So <laughs> really taking both polls together, it's still basically a 50-50 split, which is, um, I think was surprising to me. I think I thought it would be a lot more, you know, towards um, being against Kaepernick. Yeah, I, I, I thought it would I, lean that way. I don't disagree there. Yeah. No, I think that's interesting that that half of the people, I don't know. I don't know. All right, and we're going to get ready to uh, wrap up here. But one thing, and I haven't even told you this yet, exciting news. Okay. Um, crazy enough, the the power of Facebook has helped us. I uh, happen to be scrolling through Facebook, and you know how it's always got the people you may know? Yeah. Like, and you can, like, add them immediately. Right. So I was scrolling through, and I come across this lady, and I won't say her name yet because we we've just messaged back and forth a little bit but i have no idea who she is but she's from seymour and the interesting thing why i added her and then started messaging with her is in her jobs it says president of the southern indiana ghost hunters and paranormal investigation expert from seymour reached out to her in a message today told her about the podcast told her we're looking for a ghost hunter or paranormal expert to come on oh my gosh uh she said she was really excited thought it was a cool idea she was going to check out some of our episodes um she asked how the heck did you find me (laughs) you said facebook knew (laughs) that's exactly what i told her i said and the only reason why i added you is because it said you're president of the southern indiana ghost hunters and so we're going to try and work out a time here uh coming up before halloween to get her on she actually wouldn't when we were messaging back and forth this evening uh she told me that she's finishing up a big investigation um that they just did this last weekend um so i'm I'm really hopeful we can get her on and have her tell some stories because uh and and when, when we're off the air i'll pull up her facebook page because some of the places she's in front of houses and things are really cool looking they look really really haunted i don't know that makes me nervous like i hope i don't know that i believe in ghosts or not but like that makes me really nervous if she comes here (laughs) in our house well i don't well i know you haven't but see Smugcast already did this so to to be jnap i'm stealing your idea totally um but at least i'm not stealing the same guests like juice does i'm i'm at least uh (laughs) i'm finding my own guests same idea same category but I mean, you guys have done a hundred episodes, so I, I'm I'm gonna have to duplicate some of them to get to a hundred. But yeah. Um. So anyway, when they had theirs on, uh, the guy had actually quit, and he quit because he says some of those spirits followed him home. That's what I'm afraid of, and that's why he got out. And and oh my god! If you go back and listen to the episode, don't tell me that. AP said the craziest thing oh, was not what you, you saw on the, or heard on the show um, because the guy plays some clips, some recordings they made in houses of voices that they heard. But he said the guy's cell phone was in his like bag, off, turned off, um, and it started playing music. And they couldn't figure out how or why it was playing music. So... Um, but that's why that oh that gosh, guy has be freaking out. That guy has totally gotten out of like paranormal and ghost hunting because of that. So, you know, looking ahead here to Halloween, getting into the fall, you know, you said earlier the the temperatures kind of cooled off and it's uh 
it's getting to be fall and we're getting around to the Halloween time. So look out for a big uh, paranormal episode. So I'm really excited about some of the things we've got coming up. Um, The weird food challenge is coming up. Uh, The paranormal uh, investigator that I'm hoping to get on. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to finalize that and uh, talk about some ghosts. And I know that, you know, Nikki's not with us tonight, but I know she'll be pumped about that one. She totally will for sure. So, anything else before we take off, Cal? I don't think so. I think I'm good. All right. Well, hey, again, a huge shout-out and a thank you to Ashley the Spider Monkey Yoder. Uh, and good luck to her as she uh, she fights in UFC Fight Night 139. Um, and I guess I should go back here because I, I totally forgot um, as we kind of got into this. But uh, I'm going to throw out to our sponsors here now at the end. Um, but <laughs> uh, Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, and etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email them at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Also, Tommy Taylor at Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast, but he's also my family's insurance agent, and he should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he'll be happy to take care of all of your insurance needs. And a really cool thing with Tommy Taylor right now, so before you uh, you, you end this podcast, if you're still with me, uh, if you refer a friend to Tommy and Tommy quotes them insurance, just quotes them, they don't have to sign up with him, you refer a friend, he gets to quote them the insurance, you get entered in a, a drawing for a $25 gift card. So a really cool little promotion that Tommy's doing. So uh, refer your friends, reach out to Tommy, and, and get him some business over that way. All right, anything else? Nope. I say have a good week. All right, good night, good week, and uh, we'll be back next Monday night.